0: Welcome to On the Shelf episode number 28 of...
1: Brutal Battle. And we have a interesting color theme going on with this that's totally accidental, but kind of odd. What is that? Orange. Yeah, there's... So it's just randomly happens that the two beers we're trying on this that we picked out have some of the same shade of orange in them. One of the cans has many shades, shades of orange and a few other colors. But then the other can has a particular shade of orange that is in the first can. And then also, I have a few shades of orange on the shirt I happen to be wearing right now. And they are in both of the cans. So it's yeah. like...
0: Lots of orange in front of me.
1: Yeah, tons of orange. Um, the first beer is a hazy. So we got to kind of give our disclaimer that like we're not big on hazies overall. But we want to try stuff continually because there have been ones that have surprised us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also... We're trying to try new breweries, and a lot of the times, what we can find from Are new breweries— Are hazy
0: IPAs. Right.
1: It's only hazies, pretty much, that you can find for—not for all new breweries that we come across in our beer store, but a lot of them. So, I still want to try them because we don't know how they do hazy IPAs, so maybe they do it differently. You know, kind of like we talked about, we love Sapwood Cellars out of Maryland, and the way they do hazies, we enjoy. Um, we've found a few other breweries here and there who do the same, but you just never know. So the first one is by a brewery who just very recently opened a location in Baltimore. So now they have a location in Baltimore and they have their original location in San Diego. So this can actually says brewed in San Diego and Baltimore, Maryland. So San Diego, California, Baltimore, Maryland. So, And that brewery is Pariah Brewing Company. And this is their Colors Hazy IPA. Now, I do want to point out that it is 7% alcohol, so I think, I don't know if that technically is still within range of regular IPA, or if, like, where does Imperial start? Does Imperial start at, like, 8% maybe? I have no idea. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's on the higher end of just the IPA categorization, so... Um, it does have 40 IBUs. It's in a 16 ounce can, obviously. It says drink within 90 days of date code. I appreciate that. And they do date code it. And we are definitely within 90 days of this. So very good that they're putting that kind of stuff on their can. Read the flavor text after we get to it. And here we go. It's a really
0: pretty can. Oh.
1: Yeah, I cut my nails recently. So it was a little messy trying to get that that top open uh, i will tell you this it's smelling pretty nice as i'm pouring it but then again you know we've never had a problem with the aromas on hazy ipas for the most part they've always been pretty awesome all right so what's this colors look like
0: it looks like hazy yellow
1: it's like one color yeah orangish yellowish yeah do have a good nose
0: yeah it smells good
1: Ooh. It smells very good. It actually kind of smells a smells a little West Coast IPA like.
0: I'm getting like the mango and pine for sure. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of mango, a decent amount of pininess to it. Kind of like a dehydrated sweet Yum. orange smell. <sighs> it smells really nice. Yeah. I get a decent amount of bitterness in the back I in the background that. too, which is not something I typically get on the nose of hazies. So that's Increasing my excitement level here a little bit. Yeah, it smells really nice and very fruity. It's pretty beautiful.
0: Very robust.
1: It's a great nose. It's a wonderful nose. If it tastes the way it smells, this this will be quite nice. I'm hoping that is the case. Hmm. A little confusing.
0: It is a little confusing. I haven't had a beer like
1: this. It's very light. It's a lot lighter than I was expecting, especially at seven percent. I was expecting a a thicker mouthfeel to it. It's pretty thin for what it smells like and looks like. There is flavor, but there also is that like yeasty flouriness that we get with um hazies, And I'm I'm not talking like flowers in the garden. I'm talking about like baking flour.
0: Um I'm definitely getting like that dehydrated orange. Yeah, for me, that's the predominant flavor.
1: I get a slight bit of mango up front, but it is very, very fleeting, and it's very low level. Uh, a little bit of that pine as well. Um, it's okay. I don't. I don't hate it, but it's just another one of those instances yeah. with hazy IPAs where it's got a wonderful nose, and then the flavors like there's a little flavor there, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could take it or leave it.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Again, you know, not into Hazy's because it promises a lot up front with the nose and then doesn't really deliver a whole lot with flavor.
0: I mean, this is definitely one I could drink if I were out somewhere and this is all they had on tap. I would drink it.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, it's not offensive. Like, it's not, there's nothing gross about it. It's just kind of like. Just kind of there. Here's a little bit of flavor with your water is a little bit what it's like. Because it is pretty thin in the mouthfeel. Okay. I mean, we've had worse hazy IPAs, but we've also had a lot, 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 lot better. So, that's one beer from Pariah. We'll have to maybe make a trip to to their Baltimore location at some point. Give them a full try. But at the moment, we're not impressed with colors.
0: I don't know. What's up? I was gonna look up what they have on tap.
1: Okay, yeah, do that, and I will read the flavor text on the back. What you're holding is a touchstone in refinement of both process and construction here at Pariah. Colors IPA is loaded with the satur- ro- loaded with and saturated by a kaleidoscope of American and New Zealand hop expression. We get wave after wave of flavors and aromas reminiscent of enriched orange juice, cantaloupe. Do not get that. Dried mango, oh, we got that, passion fruit and fruit stripe gum characteristics. Gentle bitterness and a creamy mouthfeel allow colors to seemingly dance across the palate. I'm going to take issue with the wave after wave of flavors. Yeah. That's way overselling what you're actually getting flavor-wise. But I will point out there is a creaminess to it, like they pointed out, that we did not say anything about.
0: I'm not going to read everything I have because it's a lot. But they have quite a a few IPAs.
1: I'm sure. Um, you you kind of have to open that way.
0: And, and this isn't even what they have on top. It just says the rotational core can offerings.
1: Oh, they're doing like flagships.
0: Um, and colors is on there. Okay. But there's a lot. So it says ro- rotational core can.
1: So oh, okay. So it's like a seasonal flagship They do type. have
0: a dank drank.
1: Is it West Coast? Because I would be interested.
0: Um, I'm assuming based on the name. It just yeah. says it's dank, bright, tropical. Mango, citrus, peach, pine berries, mm, okay. Soft rounded bitterness, are our original IPA.
1: Interested to try. I mean, I mean, I, I'm down to try more of their stuff. Just not a fan of colors. Alright, so our second brewery uh is Energy City Brewing, but it's not actually brewed by them. They have a contract brewed by Church Street Brewing Company. Now we looked it up ahead of the podcast. Energy City Brewing is out of Batavia. Illinois, and Church Street Brewing who brewed this beer for them is out of Itasca, Illinois. So, there's that. Uh, This is their Bistro Cabana Mango and Pink Guava. It's a Berliner-style vice beer with mango and pink guava. And the ABV is 6.5. A little higher than I
0: would think. Eh, you never know. They had a couple of um, different flavors of this like name of beer
1: yeah they did oh i don't know this feels kind of when i'm pouring it it kind of it's feeling heavier at the bottom of the can like maybe there's a bunch of sludge in there of like the actual like puree and stuff which i'm we're typically not big on beers like that because like see how much i poured out feel how heavy the can still is oh man yeah, so there's, th- that says to me, there's a bunch of puree sitting at the bottom. Yeah. So let's see how this goes. Uh, it looks gross. I mean, yeah. it looks like random, like, it mixed like fruit. Juice. Yeah, like, mixed fruit juice. juice. Like, grapefruit and orange and, yeah. Um, there isn't a whole lot of carbonation to it. It smells head. like straight up juice. When you swirl it up, there's, like, bits sticking to the oh, side yeah. of your... It's thick. Like, particles. Yeah. Um... It, Okay.
0: I mean, it sort of smells like mango juice.
1: Yeah, it smells like, with the guava in there, obviously. Yeah, mango, guava, and, and, like, that's it. Oh, for full and consistent flavor, invert and swirl before serving. Yeah, lot, you know what that means? The beer separates in the can, which, you know what that means to me? Not great uh you're you're relying on just keeping a crap ton of fruit puree in there and that's not how you should be doing it in my opinion like that's not what I like I fully understand that plenty of breweries do it that way and they're totally successful so it's legitimate from an industry standpoint because it sells and yeah, that's people love it what they're trying to do so
0: i just i like fruit in my beer but i also want it to taste like a beer and not just straight up fruit juice oh god and for me this just tastes like straight up fruit juice yeah
1: it's just juice
0: I mean, it's good because it hides the alcohol if that's what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. It's
0: fruity if that's what you're looking for. It's sweet if that's what you're looking for. Um,
1: I mean, I it's it's a type of beer for people who don't like beer. Yeah. I mean, although, you know, that is to also say that there may be people who really do like beer, but they still like this because it's a departure right. from beer every now and then. But it tastes nothing like beer. No. Absolutely nothing like beer. It is a can of juice that happens to have some alcohol in it that's very well hidden. Also, Rebecca, did you want to point something out about this that you talked about oh, before we recorded?
0: Gonna, I was going to say the can art is pretty corny. I mean, it feels like it's from like the '80s or '90s, um, just with a palm tree, very small palm tree, and then a picture of a mango and a picture of a pink guava side by side.
1: Yeah, it just, looks it looks like the label for Malibu rum, basically. Very similar to that, like very corny, crappy marketing type.
0: So what were the other, they had other bistro cabanas. There was the, like a. There was like
1: a pina colada, colada style one. I forget. There were three of them. I and forget was, what the one other one was. there was one with like was.
0: blood orange, cranberry. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Marshmallow And, there,
0: and there was another flavor in there.
1: Yeah, there was something else. Like this, for, if you want juice, like it tastes like good juice. Like yeah. It's, it's mango, it's guava. I mean, it tastes good.
0: Yeah. It's just not, It doesn't taste at all like a beer. Yeah, it's not enough beer for me. Yeah, I so mean, what, I like a good Berliner Weiss, for? so I was hoping to get some a little tartness, and mm-hmm. it's just overly sweet.
1: I mean, for people who... Like I, like I was saying, for people who don't really f- want to feel like they're actually drinking a beer, but they want the alcohol and they want something that tastes fruity, like, this is a great option for you. Yeah. It's just not for us. Now, I have a feeling that with all this crap at the bottom of the can...
0: It's gonna be even sweeter at the bottom. Yeah,
1: I, I think we need to try that. Should I just dump it all out yeah. now between our two cans? Two I'm gonna glasses. do that because it's gonna get it's gonna get sludgy. I have a feeling. Oh, look at how thick it's getting at the bottom. Look at this. I hate that. I hate that with beers. And here's the thing, like, in my opinion, once again, everything is just our opinions. You should not have to have instructions like invert and swirl can before serving. Where was that even written? It's at the bottom, below the description of what's on there, or what's in Uh. it. Okay, try it now, because it looks even thicker. It looks even darker. It looks even more just like puree, basically. Feels thicker. It actually tastes more beer-like. I... I don't think what? it tastes more beer-like. I think it's a little more rounded, like yeah. a little more well-rounded with the flavors. Like it, it, It's got a little bit more of like an acidity to kind of balance out the sweetness, I feel like, Yeah. if you do it that way. Which is kind of weird, because you would think it'd be the opposite, where you'd get more of the sweetness from the stuff on the bottom and less of it from the stuff sitting on top when it separates in the can. Yeah. So, actually, this does make it taste better for me. Yeah.
0: I still don't like... Love
1: it. Yeah, still not. I wouldn't get it again, but... Yeah. I mean, that does make it better. I mean, they are correct that for a better flavor experience, you should do that, but... also just don't like the idea that you have to do that. That's just me. Fruit added after fermentation. Late. That's lazy, dude. Like, that's lazy brewing, isn't it? That's literally like we... Is that common? I don't know. That's li- that's like cheating, in my opinion. Like making a beer with fruit is like the craft of making a beer. I feel like making a beer and then throwing fruit in it after, like pureeing it after the fact to make it taste the way you want. Like that feels lazy, and it feels like it's cheating.
0: I mean, that could be a standard.
1: I don't know. I don't like. I don't like that practice, though, especially because like. I don't want to feel like I'm drinking a smoothie. Yeah. Like, like the actual thickness of like a smoothie or something. Like, I'm not into that. I want to drink a beer with like the mouthfeel of a beer and the flavor of yeah. a beer. It's just, yeah. Okay. So I I complained enough about this. Um,
0: These are both not.
1: Not great. Not, we're, we're, we're not impressed by either of them.
0: I have to give the edge to Colors, though, because I feel like that wasn't – I could drink it.
1: Yeah, and for being a hazy IPA, which we typically yeah. aren't big fans of, we were relatively good with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree with that. So, our our winner will be Colors <clears throat> Colors by Pariah, which is the hazy IPA. And our loser of the episode is the Energy City Brewing Bistro Cabana Mango Pink Guava not sounded good on the can. And like I said, for some people, they probably love this. And mm-hmm. I see I see why. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's just, not, yeah, just not, not our thing.
0: yeah.
1: But anyway, regardless, it's been fun. It's always fun to just grab stuff off the shelf and give it a shot. You know, just taste it to see if we're fans or not. Because, you know, like we, like we have on the show, like there are definitely going to be beers that we're fans of that other people agree with us. There are going to be times that people disagree with us. It's yeah. just the way it is. All good. There's beer for everyone, pretty much.
0: There is. There is beer for everyone.
1: So, um, do the social media things. You want to be our friends. We're on Untapped. I'm Carlin C., Carlin Cook, or Carlton Malibu is probably the easiest way to find me. All one word. I'm Rebecca C. And on Instagram.
0: Brutal Battle Podcast.
1: And then you can email us if you want to say hi, or you have ideas for episodes, or you have particular beers you want us to try. And get our hands on to try on the podcast. uh, We can do that. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com Also, the big thing, rate us and review us if you can. And you can, it literally doesn't take much time. Uh, iTunes helps us out the most, but whatever podcaster you use is cool. And the big thing is word of mouth. Let everyone know uh, about the podcast who you think might like it. Because, yeah, just spreading the word is cool. But regardless, thank you, everyone, for taking your time to watch this. Oh, my gosh. I keep doing that because I have a horror review, horror movie review channel on YouTube, and I do a lot of videos for that each week. And this is just, like, once a week. So And, and I say keep it brutal at the end of that as well because it kind of dual purpose, you know, horror and beer. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening to this. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Yeah!